On this week's episode of the Minnesota Rundown, we recap our amazing weekends in downtown Minneapolis. We also discussed the Fury versus Wilder fight. Very exciting that was. We also discussed the Minnesota Wild at the NHL trade deadline this past Monday. We also talk about the very inspiring story of David Ayers and the Hurricanes. We also talk about the big weekend for the St. Louis Battlehawks. We also talk some gophers. And we also discuss and overview Boss Man blogs this week on the Minnesota Rundown. Minnesota Rundown, presented by 10,000 Takes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Minnesota Rundown. It is currently February 25th, 2020, and we're here to discuss more interesting topics in the realm of Minnesota and Minnesota sports and beyond. And I'm here, joined by boss man, Jack Leverance, the man right here. That's the Nixon bit. It's the Nixon bit. It's a Nixon bit. It's new. Well, he was an impeached president, so Watergate. that doesn't really give yourself power. Oh, nice pun. I love that. Yeah, like that? Oh, whatever. <laughs> I like it. Whatever. And I'm also joined by Wags Zane here today as well. I know me and Jack uh, had an interesting weekend, but Zane, um, how was your weekend? You know, it was great. I got to, on Saturday, I hung out with big old Bubba. We watched the Fury versus Wilder fight. It was a lot of fun, but... Um, I think you guys had a lot more interesting of a weekend. You guys got uh, pretty lit down in Minneapolis. How was Mardi Gras for you boys? Well, it didn't feel like New Orleans, so they didn't do a good job there. I'm not <laughs> going to lie. They didn't do a good job. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I went, to a, I went to a Mardi Gras pub crawl in Grand Forks back when I went to school there last year. Mm-hmm. And I went to a Mardi Gras pub crawl, and it was not good at all. And I've also been to a pub crawl, the, Santa, the Ugly Christmas sweater one or whatever, which Santa Fest – in Minneapolis. And that one was really awesome. But this Mardi Gras pub crawl kind of sucked. Like, I think people just don't care to celebrate it or even give it, you know, a chance. I don't know. What do you think, Jay? Well, Well, I mean, it's like it Mardi Gras to me seems very like, obviously it's the biggest celebration of Mardi Gras is obviously like in New Orleans where it's warmer. It's more tropical, you could say. And just having the vibe with snow on the ground and being cold out, it just seemed like, I know it's not defined by weather, but it just seems like it was, I don't know. It, it felt like a Midwest Mardi Gras and it did not feel right at all. And there were, it was still fun being in downtown Minneapolis on a Saturday night, but any Mardi Gras, it just seemed like we were down there on almost on a normal Saturday night. And you got a wristband and a cup, got a couple good deals, but that was about it. There really wasn't nothing I- spectacular. I feel like the cold weather really ruins Mardi Gras for like the Northern folk, right? Like Jack, Mm -hmm. you were talking about being in Grand Forks, North Dakota for Mardi Gras. Mm -hmm. Like it's normally negative 20 there. No one gives a fuck about going to the streets and drinking then. I mean, everyone just wants to do it at home. Definitely the weather has a huge factor 
yeah. on why these why it's not nearly as lit here as opposed to uh, other places. Did you guys get any beads? Did you hand out some beads? How did that go? Yeah, beads. Yeah, we yeah, didn't get our, a damn mask. I think they ran our, out of those. With our fucking $23 ticket per piece after processing fees, we got like two beads, a shitty cup that I lost by the third bar, and yeah, I mean, they were out of masks. <laughs> and I was like, sweet. Now I get to save $3 a drink on cocktails for the next eight hours. Like, Say goodbye to all your hard-earned money, Jack. Fucking idiot. I heard. Uh, yeah. I heard that uh, journalist Jake got kicked out of a bar. Yeah, he over did. bullshit. This okay. Wild Griggs in downtown Minneapolis, like they have the most like pussy, emotional twelve-year-old bouncers at that bar, and I'll call them out. Like literally, like it's a bar on a Saturday night. Like I know Jack had an experience, and he'll he'll talk about his in a second. But like mine, I, I literally went there. We went there to start just fine whatever it wasn't we weren't that drunk or anything and it was early on in the night so not a lot of people there but we went there later and we were there with a, a few girls we met and we were just on the dance floor and this security guy pulls me aside and says hey man uh, just being from one man to a, one man to another i'm asking respectfully to just walk away and not talk to her i'm like what like what the hell's going on here I'm like, I'm out there by this girl, generally just by her because I'm out there with like Jack and my friends and, and she's just around there dancing. And then she, she comes up, I'll, I'll talk to him. And apparently they had like a thing or something like a year ago. They're not even dating. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like I really wasn't, I was there for maybe like five minutes and then I'm like, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go to the bar and get a drink. That motherfucker had no right to even say no, that they're not no. dating. They're not. No, you had sure it's they like, had a thing in the past, but that's the right. past. Like, like you, the, he cannot be over her shoulder. That's kind one, of stockish, and, if you ask me. And one, that's fucking creepy. Two, yep. you're an adult working a job. Okay. Yeah, you're fucking you're working. You're fucking working, dude, at a bar in downtown Minneapolis. I go up to the bar. I'm gonna get a drink. I think I was gonna buy some people shots, maybe her a shot or something. Like, I, I nothing significant. I'm up at the bar by myself, just minding my own business. He taps me on the shoulder. He's like, "Dude, you gotta get out." I'm, I'm like, "I'm like, why?" I'm like, you're too intoxicated, man. You got to get out. I'm like, what? What am I? Uh, there are people clearly way more drunk there. Like, I wasn't. People, like fucking passed out at one of the tables. I saw yeah, someone. Yeah. And, and I'm just sitting yeah, there. He's, yeah, you're the one getting kicked out. I'm causing no issues. Like, you got to get out. I'm like, uh, whatever. I thought he was joking or something. And then all of a sudden, he calls over some security guy. Hey, he's being, uh, he's being disorderly. Yeah, you got to get kicked out. And all of a sudden, they grab my arms. I'm like, what the hell? What am I doing? And as he's pulling me out, I'm like, really? About a girl? About a fucking girl. Really? And he's like, there's nothing to do with that, man. There's nothing to do with that. And throws me out while I'm perfectly speaking. I'm not slurring my speech or anything. I mean, I'm a little – I've had some beer, obviously. Like, I didn't I'll, have I'll tell you, liquor. I'll tell you one thing. I'm like, if, oh, one last thing here. I, I told him as I'm getting kicked out, like, what are you What are you fucking 12? Is this middle school? Like, what a no life. I mean, seriously, man. Jack, was, was Jake, last you saw Jake before he got kicked out, I know you didn't see him get kicked out, but did he seem overly drunk to you? No, and I actually met him at another bar, like, not Absolutely. even a half hour later, and Jake was perfectly coherent, you know, he was just fine, I mean, fuck. I was I, beer drunk, but I, I was, was coherent, you know. I was everybody. drunk, too, yeah. and, and just to go off of Jake's story, if, if anyone from Wild Greg's is listening to this, it'd be smart if they did, if they cared about customer feedback yeah. or any of that, but I'm not going to tell yeah. them how to run their business. Like the, the fact that their bouncers are letting personal conflicts, like if, if you're, if you're kicking someone out now, you're now you're probably knowing Jake when he's drunk, he loves to buy shots. He loves to spend money. I'm the same way. Yeah. 
So that bouncer having his personal feelings get in the way of Jake being there and kicking him out is just a complete loss of business. I know. And I would fucking, I would have a stern talking to that bouncer. Like, bro, yeah. don't let your personal feelings get in the way of this because you're losing us money now. I'd be like, dude, grow the fuck up. You're probably in your 20s. Like, be professional, be mature, and you're getting mad like it's some 10-year-old junior high relationship, dude. I'm, I'm not even – it's not like I'm in front of him making out with her or anything. We were just like – there was not even any, like, grinding or anything going on. I was just in her general area kind of talking to her, and it's like, dude, how many issues do you have? Are you insecure about yourself or something, man? Just do your job. Grow up, no, man. Yeah, those Grow up here. I, I had a great experience with one of the bouncers as well. So yeah. I was just walking throughout the crowd. It was pretty busy in there, you know, Saturday night downtown walking throughout the crowd. And, you know, I kind of like got on my tiptoe to slide past someone and I was a little off balance and bumped into one of the bouncers. And he just looks at me. He's like, fucking seriously, dude, would he just run into people? And I was like, yeah, okay, I, I go, let me fucking educate you. You are <laughs> a goddamn bouncer at a bar on Saturday night in downtown Minneapolis, and you're going to get mad because you got bumped into. First off, I said sorry because I'm the bigger man, and I'm not just going to bitch him out. Well, he was the bigger man physically, but, you know, we're not going to get into that either. But a bouncer getting mad that he got, dr- he, he got accidentally bumped into by a drunken person is like a fisherman getting upset that he got mm-hmm. a little wet from the waves. Exactly. <laughs> like, dude, are you fu- – like, I, I, I get I, – I get Is it, this the same know? exact bar? Yep. Yeah. It was Wild Greg, Wild Greg Saloon. I would, I'd fucking clean house with all the bouncers because they're they're a bunch of they're children, hot-headed idiots who, well, obviously aren't smart enough to do anything else but be bouncers. But you know, it's just it's it's just unbelievable how like and and I I got pissed after that and left and they kicked Jake out and it's like Wild Greg's lost a lot of money just between Mm -hmm. us two. Do you guys know, do you guys get kicked out by different bouncers? I know you didn't get kicked out, uh, but was it the same bouncer that kicked Jake out or do you not know what he looked like? uh bald guy kind of chubbier oh uh that that's not the guy i know who that uh Caucasian that's dude, not the guy that kicked me out but okay. he's the guy that the guy that kicked me out called him over and saying this guy's oh. being disorderly and i was trying to talk to him like dude do you see me talking to you right now i'm not that drunk yeah <laughs> what's going on he's like no just gotta get up because his dumbass co-worker the security guy that was throwing me out obviously said a bunch of crap that was lies it's like well, if I was the owner, um, you know, the second incident with Jack, like, yeah, that guy was a dick, but like, you know, whatever, that guy's not, that's not a fireable offense. I guess he was just mad no. that Jack bumped into him, but fucking grow a pair. And, well, no, and asshole. I get it. But to allow a personal conversation, to allow a personal, like, like that guy who came over to Jake and was like, don't talk to that girl. That's nothing but personal. And he is going to customers of the fucking bar and he is fucking distracting them with his own personal shit. And he's putting it on Jake, like, don't do this. It's, that's not a bar rule. What? You can't, you cannot well, do that. Guess he was they, that's fucked up. Not, 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 only, not only did they lose Jake's money that night, I can imagine Jake doesn't want to go back there again. So no, they lost a, lost a lot of business in the future. And now that Jake is telling me and you and many other people, probably going to lose them a lot more money. Don't so, go to Wild Greg's. There are a bunch of Wild Greg's. 1,000 takes is officially boycotting Wild Greg's. You yeah. Hear. Guess what? You guys are the bull, big fucking whoop. <laughs> Yep. Guess, guess what's even better than riding a mechanical bull? Riding a real bull. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Bubba would probably ride a real bull. Yeah, he'd be like, he called <laughs> one. Yeah, he called us mechanical under him. pussies. Oh, yeah, fuck that place. Yeah, I, I'd honestly never been there before that night. I've heard of people going there. 
and they're like, oh, it's pretty fun, whatever. It's like, eh, not really. There's people that you can't enjoy yourself because there's 12-year-olds that work there that get mad if you talk to a girl you had a, you had a thing with like a year ago. So it's like, ah, I'm good, man. We're all adults here. I mean. Dude, the fact that he also had to call up. someone over, Jake, to like kick you yeah. out and he couldn't just do it himself, that yeah. also kind of no. shows what kind of person he is. Yeah, I know exactly. He he's like don't make me don't make me kick you out man i'm like i'm not doing anything and i was like whatever like this is i thought it was a joke like like he's just trying to intimidate me or something like he's not actually gonna throw me out actually, over this then he actually, they actually got out. his buddy <laughs> threw me out i'm like uh i've been way drunk at other bars and have gotten in nice conversations with bouncers being way drunker than i am you're they don't hey, care. when he said you're too intoxicated man be like look around 80 percent right? of this place is yeah, no, he was, he was, he had a look in his eye or he wanted me out. He was just pissed or something. He was fucking pissed at me. He targeted me. There were people around me screaming and he was targeting me. He must've been intimidated by the PJ Fleck get up or something. Uh, yeah. I mean, when someone wears a tie right. to a bar, yeah, it definitely scares the bouncers away. Yeah. It scares them away, <laughs> man. He's like, get out of here, man. You're making me look like a, uh, uh, an idiot, man. Or fucking dumbass it's like well you you made yourself look like a dumbass well right? you are so you are what do you want me to say yeah seriously so whatever that was our experience saturday night and otherwise it was pretty fun outside of that bar i mean i can't mm-hmm. complain but that was just so freaking stupid they need to like clean house and people need to grow up seriously so I spent Saturday hanging out with Bubba and we watched the rematch oh, yeah. of one of the greatest heavyweight boxing fights that ever happened between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Um, Tyson Fury ended up winning in the seventh round. Uh, Wilder's corner threw in the fucking towel. Um, but he, I just want to point out this, this boxing shit. I'm a normally UFC guy, right? Mm-hmm. This boxing shit is a little bit over the top. Like for example, like the main event fighters, there's a helicopter at their houses following the cars driving to the arena for the fight like following the main like following tyson fury all the way from his house all the way to the mgm grand or wherever the fuck they had the fight that was pretty like i don't need to see that like there's a there's a legitimate That's, boxing fight already on the tel- on the television i don't need to see these cars driving around for 20 minutes i i feel yeah. like I, I have two points a i think floyd mayweather probably started all that with his flashiness you know the way he gets but but B, it's like, okay, you know what? Can we just leave the helicopters at home and maybe knock the fight down by like 10 bucks, you know, next time? Instead of 80, mm-hmm. let's do 70, but just, you know, take the helicopters out of the equation. You know, that's, that's kind of like how I see it is maybe. Uh, oh, it, yeah, for sure. Like, come on, how much money do you think they spent uh, <laughs> to follow them around like that? Like yeah. way more than was necessary. No one cares about that. Um, what was your second point on it? Oh, well, I, I said both of them. A, I think oh, Floyd, I, I think Floyd, oh, Floyd Mayweather was I think Floyd's a. the reason you. behind why boxing is so flashy. Cause yeah, you know, I mean, how, flashy so, how extra he is. Yeah, Everything was so, so, so extra. Um, when Deontay Wilder, when he finally showed up to the, you know, to the arena, they followed his whole walk from like the arena to the locker room. And it was like 10 minutes long. It was a 10 minute walk. Half the screen was the fight. Other half of the screen was him walking for 10 minutes with his wife or girlfriend or whoever he was with. No one needs to see that. There's a legitimate boxing fight on right now. Let's pay attention to the fight, what we paid for. Yeah. I don't care about the main events walking to their locker room. It paid for the whole mm-hmm. ticket, not just the fucking main event. Yeah, even the you – know, 
I mean, it, I guess it was cool. There's a lot of celebrities and stuff like that. Like, as a UFC fan, you don't really see that unless Connor's fighting and stuff like that. So it was kind of cool mm-hmm. where it had the feeling like this is a really important fight, right? Like, everyone's here. Mark Davis was there, right? J- uh, John Gruden was there. All the, uh, I what, tell Jones you what, or- man. This is about to be the greatest fight to ever happen. Yeah, I know. But seriously. Gordon Ramsay was there. That was exciting, you know. Gordon Ramsay. to see Ramsey. him critique a few fights. Um, and, you know, the most flashy thing, too, were the, were the entrances. They were just – they were so fucking over the top. Don't get me wrong. They were – I guess they were entertaining. Tyson Fury came out. He was, like, on a throne that was getting carried by people who huh. was wearing – oh, he was wearing a crown and shit like that. And, like, 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 like um, before he walked out, there was a big voice over the microphone that was, like, ladies and gentlemen, your king has arrived. Dude, this <laughs> oh, is the God. WWE, man. This yeah. is boxing. Just walk out like a man. I, if I were that, I'd be the – All I'd be doing is walking out in my robe. That's it. And I'd go up there. I'm not going to make well, this no, WWE stuff. Listen, listen to this, though. Apparently – so, so Tyson Fury, he got carried out, so he didn't waste any energy at all walking out to the, um, to the ring, obviously. Yeah. Deontay Wilder had on a 45-pound costume, and after the fight, he blamed the costume extra weight for tiring his <laughs> he legs. He was too tired. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> like, dude, grow up. You're a professional. He had a sick, he had a sick like, I mean, it was, he had a sick mask on. It was glowing up different red and shit like that. It was awesome to watch, mm-hmm. but, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna say that your legs got tired from that afterwards, come on, man! This is the biggest fight of your fucking life. Let's not. Who cares about the gimmicks? Worry about the fucking person in front of you who's there to take your life. Like, come on. Just be like, just be like, oh, that, yeah, your costume weighed forty five pounds. Like, you didn't feel that when you put it on. That maybe, hey, if I wear this for more than five minutes, I might feel tired. Like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you can only blame yourself for being dumb enough to put it on. I wonder how much that costs, right? Like, how much would a like would a mask and all that shit cost? Go. I wonder if he got it made for free or whatever. But like, both of their entrances were so extravagant and over the top. Just again, yeah. it's uh, it's like, it's like you're watching WWE. And I, uh, sorry, it was like it's like you're watching WWE, and um, at least they fought. At least there was real fighting, right? Well, yeah, like, uh, uh, yeah, they had WWE style entrances, which is stupid. But at least it's and the end it's still a fight it's a genuine and fight. at least it was it's longer than, crap. than a tyson fight that you know he had some fights that lasted like less than 10 seconds at least it wasn't something mike like tyson that. well I, mike tyson he was a uh, mike tyson was really cool they did a tyson. they did like uh like three really great um heavyweight boxers they honored them before the fight so mike tyson was up there evander nice. holyfield was up there it was awesome because as you know tyson bit off holyfield's ear yep. oh so, um, but yeah you, yeah, you could tell though that Tyson has a lot of respect. He was con- like, like his, he was consistently shaking, uh, shaking uh, his hand and mm-hmm. uh, Holyfield's hand, and uh, I mean, definitely looked like there's a lot of respect. I also loved there's this video where um, this person went to go and meet Tyson, and he had a cameraman with him, but Tyson didn't know that the cameraman was with him, so like he literally starts to threaten the cameraman, <laughs> and then this guy's like, "No, he's with me," and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't know, dude." <laughs> that fucking was- terrifying. I'd shit in my pants if Tyson started threatening me. The dude's like dude. what? 50? He's in his fifties, and he's still one of the scariest fucking I people. Know. Oh, he'll be that scary until he's, until he's in a fucking wheelchair. Tell his upper Favorite. body doesn't even work anymore. Uh, you guys have seen The Hangover, right? The yeah. Scene he where he <laughs> when he knocks out Alan. Yeah. yeah, I can I, I, feel it coming in. And he just, not, boom, just yeah. clocks him. That was great. That's such a great scene. Yeah, that's but, uh, I, I honestly think that that was a star-making uh, performance by the European Tyson Fury. I really think that uh, boxing, boxing heavyweights lately have been dead. And um, 
this fight definitely brought him back to life. The fight before brought him back to life, but the rematch, Tyson Fury dominated completely. It was an amazing fight. Uh, if you're a Fury fan, uh, Wilder was out. He didn't win a single round. He was outclassed from the get-go. First fight ended in a tie. This one, completely different. Um, Tyson's the guy, guys. Tyson's the guy. He was named after Mike Tyson, too. So Mike Tyson. Well, we're, so where are the fighter? Where, so Tyson is, where's is he from again? And where's, uh, Tyson Fury is Tyson from, Fury. uh, the UK. Okay. And then, Sorry. Tyson Fury is from the UK and Deontay Wilder is from America. He's an America guy. He's okay. from, ah, he's down so South. Um, he, he has an amazing story. He didn't start boxing to like extremely, extremely late in his career. Um, or in career, sorry, like until like mm. his twenties, pretty much, which is really mm. rare, right? Because usually, if you want to be a professional boxer, you got to yeah. start when you're super young. You got to get like 300 amateur fights in, right? You got to go through the Olympic trials. You got to do all that shit, and then finally, that's when people start coming pro. Well, I think within a year of joining boxing, um, Wilder was boxing in the Olympics. It just took a year. Right. And um, before this fight, I think he was 42, 0 and 1. Okay. Um, so he had 43 fights with 41 knockouts. Jeez. He's known as one of the, like, the dude has the touch of death and Tyson Fury. It was like they were fighting in a phone booth, right? Like they were right. so close. And I think Fury being able to get on the inside of Wilder meant that Wilder couldn't extend his punches and really hit him with his full power. And that's deadly. I mean, what Tyson's seven feet tall, Wilder's over six, four, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like these are big boys, heavyweights. And like to be doing shit like that is crazy, especially to challenge a Wilder like Fury did of, it's it's if you love if you love combat sports like I do, it was just amazing to see. This is a great, great, great bout, great battle. Was is that is is that Tyson Fury's real is Fury's real last name? Yep. Dude, that's crazy, Sick, right? And I think uh, that'd just be a he, he has an amazing nickname. story too. Uh, he won he won the world heavyweight championship a while ago, and then he retired. Mm -hmm. He literally gained like 115 pounds, and again, this dude's already a heavyweight, right? So he went from like 260 to like. 360 around 400 ish right like like oh, he gained a lot of weight and he got like addicted to drugs and addicted to party lifestyle and he was like he's super depressed and ruining his life for a while he came back his uh, a few fights ago against uh wilder in his comeback he um he fucking made 10 million dollars he donated all 10 million dollars to charity like people would have been like wow if he just donated a million dollars he would be like wow amazing but the dude donated all 10 million dollars to charity of his first fight with wilder and that's fucking an amazing awesome. guy right there yeah better numbers than For jeff bezos's uh donation <laughs> yeah, percentages dude, okay i I might get hate for saying this. I don't, I, how do people give Jeff Bezos or whatever hate for donating like a billion dollars? I know. Like, well, that's, that's only like an average, for an average person. That's only like 3% of his income. Bob. It's like, dude, eight, like a billion it's dollars. Better than none. Then you will fucking donate to charity in 50 lifetimes. Okay? Yeah, exactly. People also, don't realize, people also don't realize that uh, just because you have a net worth doesn't mean that's all cash on hand. Like, yeah, exactly. Over over sixty percent of his net worth, which is yeah, like hundreds of billions, whatever, is like his stake in Amazon. Like he's not going to start selling some of his power for like the rainforest. Exactly. I'm sorry, or the mm -hmm. uh, the wildfires. Like it's it's just not how you know. It's not what he's going to do. <laughs> no, but he still did 
more than enough. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I also saw um, there's a lot of Bezos hate lately. Um, I also saw fucking uh, people were like, "This is not a person to look up to." He didn't build Amazon on his own. He had like a two hundred like a two million dollar loan or something like that from someone that he knew. And I was like, dude, if he started off with $2 million and turned it into a multi-billion dollar, yeah, exactly. so impressive. is that not fucking impressive? Because it is impressive, dude, especially for I, someone who's coming from like uh, the business side, majoring in business. It's like, that's, that's super impressive. That's, yeah. Okay, great. You're, 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 you're privileged to have that network, to have that much money, but I, I would be scared to death if someone here, start a business, here's $2 million to invest it in the right things to make it take off. I'd be, scared shitless like mm -hmm. if i lose this two million dollars like i'm done like i know like the stories of, like people give no politic politics aside people give donald trump a hard time when he said my dad gave me a loan of million dollars but look what he did with that a million dollars so it's like these people give people shit it's like yeah but they still turned it into they made a return successful out of it. businesses you still gotta know what to do with all that money to make a huge return on it you don't just get it and like mm -hmm. make it a trillion dollars you know you still well, I, I think that what people had an issue with donald trump saying oh i received a small yeah he said small dollars. yeah I, I think if he would have said it without which, the small in, he wouldn't have to his credit politics aside in terms of manhattan it's small manhattan real estate small is correct with a million yeah. dollars mm -hmm. i mean but obviously not to an average person not to an average no person. yeah yeah i think i think that's yeah. where that whole statement became misconstrued but that, that's where mm -hmm. that's where you, you get you guys are lucky that uh boss man is at the helm of this shit because if someone gave me two million dollars there's about a 72 percent chance i would invest it the right way so i like our odds <laughs> what 72 like, that's such a specific fucking but, percentage but but how, how but but jack if we can't trust you putting 10 bucks on an xfl game how can we trust you Ooh. putting all that money hey, into I've, a business i've created two i've created two other startups that failed so third third try third time's, third time's a, charm. a charm yeah Okay, I, I trust you. That's track you. record. Let's get so into actually, wild talk, boys. Yeah, I was going to say, let's, let's talk about more relevancy to Minnesota right now. We're yep. going to swing it back because this was a, a kind of crazy deadline, but nothing really happened for Minnesota. Yep, so Something uh, Monday, Monday, February 24th was the trade deadline. Um, the trade deadline ended at 2 p.m., but like around 11.30 yeah. a.m., maybe yeah. 12, 12 in the afternoon tons of Zach crazy yeah. trade rumors were coming out pretty much. It seemed like the, there was so much reporting on it. It seemed like it was already a done. Deal. Yeah, I know so much reporting and say, saying this player waived his no trade clause and crazy waived his no yep. trade clause. You, you make, you definitely thought something was going to happen. And it was just like, I was literally refreshing my Twitter from 12. Yep, me too. To two, I was just camping out on Russo's Twitter page. Yeah, me too. <laughs> At work, wasting, I was I just distracting myself and wasting time. I had homework and shit to do and I couldn't yeah. do it because like every three, like, oh, they do it. And it came and went and I, mm -hmm. like, nothing happened. So. Yeah, it was crazy to me because like I was on it for a while whenever I could look at it. And, and yeah, he was like, oh, Russo was talking about, uh, talking about islanders and while they're in a deal right now um we'll talk if it's official i'm talking like oh they're gonna get something done here and then all of a sudden like i got busy then it was 215 i'm like oh shit i didn't and i think I, I went on there and all of a sudden it just said breezy deal not gonna happen so it was yeah like, like it, it, it fell was up through here and then it just it, obviously it fell through like i think garen was talking that they're just he wouldn't get into specifics but it just wasn't enough there enough return or whatever I, and, and they don't know exactly, but like Russo made a good point. Like I was listening to him earlier, and I think I think they probably. I bet you the I, I think the Islanders wanted them to retain more salary than they wanted to on Prezi, 
and they weren't going to do it. And yeah, or they or in the wild maybe wanted a little more prospects with an Andrew Ladd, and they wouldn't they wouldn't budge. Well, stuff like crazy that. is better than Ladd. Yeah, and he so, is. So straight up, that he's just better. Maybe the contract yeah. contract differences, like what, maybe that would you know put that uh, aside, or maybe that yeah. would you know even out the trade or whatever. But yeah, crazy is definitely a better hockey player. I think so too. Or, you know, um, I think – well, I was going to say really quick, I think Bill Guerin might not even have been doing any of the trade stuff. My conspiracy is that he was too busy scrubbing the internet and trying to get all those terrible photos of him <laughs> taken off removed. of Google because he looks like he just came off a five-day bendy. Yep. And that's, uh, uh, maybe that's what he was doing today, and maybe he just was like, shit, I was supposed to call the Islanders about the breezy trade, <laughs> and it's 2 o'clock. I totally forgot. I was Damn too it. Busy scrubbing the internet. Able to scrub he's, them. He's, yeah. going over to, he's going over to Mike Madonna. Okay, what do we got here? He's like, I thought you were doing something. We had well, that draft. <laughs> we we're, well, we're, we're supposed to honestly, talk about whoever yeah, the social media that. page of Minnesota, right? For posting that, like, like, like you could have found a million pictures of Gary when he was an actual player in the NHL. No, let's choose the fucking picture that makes him look like Papa John when he's eating I know. 50 pizzas in a fucking month. And his eyes are popping yeah, out of his head, like, like dude. He just snorted yeah. an entire <laughs> pound of cocaine in the press conference. These are fucking. These are new GM. Like, what? You just don't don't do that to him. Just don't post a picture at all. Do like the whole animated <laughs> bit that they started doing at the Super Bowl. Like, do that instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been way better than that. Been way better than Jake. <laughs> I, you have to put. We, when we oh, show, I'm putting a picture up version, of Bill Guerin. Picture of it. Yeah. I am definitely. I was writing that down horrible. for when I edit this. I'm putting that on there because you know what? That is hilarious. And if those of you who are listening on this, I'm. Wherever you enjoy your podcast, just just Google Bill Guerin on Hood Images. <laughs> you'll you'll see some funny funny photos. But yeah, it, but yeah, going back to the trade talk. I mean, I think so many people were expecting there to be some sort of trade today, at least with with Brodeen or Dumba. But I guess they weren't even really any, anywhere close with those guys. Which is weird because so many teams were looking for defense. Yeah, well, I uh, think they're in the market with Tro- Krocek. But then he got dealt, and then I feel like Garen's like, nope, nope. Yeah, okay, we're done with that. I'm out. I want a top center. I'm not going to trade him for nothing. Because he did say in the press conference, I, I, I didn't want to make a deal today just to make a deal. You know, yeah. he was being smart about it. You know, Fenton would have forced a shitty deal through today I have a, if he was still a GM. I just have a feeling. That's a no. huge hypothetical. But um, at least Garen was playing it smart. You know, you got um, I mean, Prezi's not a bad hockey player. It's just that damn contract. That's that's just I think why we want to get rid of him. That's why mm-hmm. we're trying to move. That's why I would have been prospects about it, or draft picks. But you know, I was so I surprised know. that there was no move today either because um, the night before, the Wild performed brutally yeah. against St. Louis. They lost. I was shocked too. One. And the last time the Wild had a piss poor performance, uh, what they fucking fired? Uh, they fired Brujero after allowing like a by giving up three goal lead when they're so close to a playoff. So right now the Minnesota wild are 29, 25 and seven. They are sixth place out of the seven teams in the central division. Yet they're only five points out of a wild card. Mm-hmm. So that means that every single team is so fucking close and so packed in there. It's going to be an exciting end of the season. Yeah, I think so too. I think the wild, I mean, keeping – I think if you got rid of Parisi, I think that really would have kind of solidified that we're not – because he's that kind of guy Best that can – Yeah, he's the guy that can kind of be that rough and dirty guy at the end of games that could possibly – if we do – if we do make the playoffs this year, it's going to be the uh, – let's be honest, it will be that last wild card. And it will probably because it will be a couple games that Parisi gets a dirty goal or he's in the right spot at the right time or whatever. But, yeah, I, I do love in general as as, as, as – 
as much as it sucks to see the Wild again in this position where they're mediocre, I do love hockey when when you see all these teams bunching up for the for that last couple of wild cards at near the end of the season and to see your team involved is is exciting especially if they can and do something but we'll see put me on put me on the minnesota wild spin team right now but yeah. uh last year in the playoffs all the top seeds got eliminated pretty much in that first or second round and it's because they coasted their way at the end of the season because they already had their playoff position locked up look at the st louis blues who had to fight and crawl their way to the end they I know. prepared for playoff hockey because every single game was literally a playoff grinding game it out. Of their season. Yep. That they were ready come playoff time. So mm-hmm. if the Minnesota Wild somehow do perform ably enough to get into that last wild card spot, never know. I wouldn't count them out. No, no, no. Huh. We're a long ways away from actually getting into that spot. Almost yeah. kind of. Uh, uh, Dean is our new uh, interim head coach or whatever. But yeah. like, if they do, I wouldn't count them out. Kind of reminds you of the Nationals story in baseball this year, how they barely got that spot to yep. play the brewers in the play-in game and they fought and clawed their way through the playoffs next thing you know they're world series champions it's always possible can i say I that why can't something I mean, like that happen in minnesota i don't know yeah I know. maybe maybe, maybe dean evison's the guy though i don't know if you guys noticed but dean evison looks like creed from the office he does. i don't know gosh he just like, every time i see <laughs> yeah, him every time i, I saw that. him every time i saw him even beforehand um even before like when he was just an assistant and it's like that guy looks like creed I'm like that's hilarious, and I just can't get it out of my head now. Whenever I see him, like, but I mean, you know, Godspeed to him. Hopefully, he does something. But I'm hoping myself to be, um, maybe someone like maybe we need to get someone like David Ayers <laughs> or Ayers uh, in net for the Wild to give them a shot at winning some hockey games. Like that was insane. That was an insane story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, I'm, yeah, um, explain so it. Last, so last Saturday, there was injuries to both uh, James what? Reimer. Well, what? Oh, what, Jack? Hang on, I can. Jack, what do you got? You got to oh, use the restroom or what? No. Oh, uh, I he, lost he the audio for a second. It said internet yeah, I, was unstable. I, I, I honestly thought you had to go to the bathroom or something. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, I couldn't hear your audio, and then it started freezing, and I was like, oh, boy. oh. Well, we can hear every word you were saying, man. Good. Well, anyway, okay, so for for those of you who don't know, the Carolina Hurricanes, um, both of their goaltenders, James Reimar, James Reimar and Peter uh, Mrazek, they both got hurt. Yeah. Right. For the Carolina Hurricanes, so they had to use the arena's emergency goalie, which was a Zamboni driver named David Ayers. He yeah. took placed ten shots when he came in uh, in the second period. Um, uh, he stopped the last eight, and he got his team a huge dub. Now, I love hockey because it's literally the only sport that some random dude off the street could play if enough circumstances happen that night where a 42-year-old who hasn't played hockey in years can just yep. get thrown into a game uh, just because he, you know, he just because he's that position for that rink. And the funny part about it, it's fucking pissing every single Leafs fan off. They are so I know. angry. The Leafs got beat by their own fucking Zamboni driver. I know. Oh, yeah, because the rule He's, is if you're the backup goal or if you're the emergency goalie, you can play for either team. Yeah, you're the both teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the arena. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so and I started with the Blackhawks a couple of years ago. If you guys want the best fucking laugh of your life right now, go to the subreddit page for the Leafs fans and just enjoy it. That's what I'm telling you to do. Go do it right now. You will laugh your asses off. Like, it fucking hilarious well i i'd probably be a little pissed too because they have like a, what a 
30 or 40 million dollar offense <laughs> and they get they can't they can't they can't do anything more than score two goals on a 500 dollar rent a goalie and hmm. and seriously and he was uh, david like he gave up uh two goals and his first two shots and then like you said he saved his last eight and I, that's awesome like he mm-hmm. that's just so great and not only that he's 42 years old like that's just yeah. insane <laughs> like the story there is amazing i know that yeah. they they're gonna honor him like uh on tuesday night with the, tw- the 25th um the carolina game and they already got like shirts made for him like if, as he was a player and as airs on the back and i think that's so cool what i think that's just such an awesome experience for him. It would be so cool, like, to be in that position. It'd also be daunting and super scary. But I did write that. I did write that super serious post on the Takes webpage, ten thousand Takes, uh, MN dot com. And the NHL needs to give me a shot. I play goalie. I still do yeah, once in a while. Journalist Jake. I can you, make you a have... save here and there. Journalist Jake is like the fucking chameleon. Hey, hey, he molds to whatever situation he needs give, to be. A put part me of. in those seats. Give me a free ticket. I'll sit there and wait. And if a goalie goes <laughs> down, I'll be scared shitless. I'll probably piss my pants when I went out there. But I'm ready to take on that challenge. Any NHL teams that are la- – or the NHL, if you're lacking emergency goalies for anybody, put me in, coach. Put me in. Let's do well, it. Shout out, shout out, dude, to the Carolina Hurricanes yeah. who um, – they only allowed 10 shots. In the, David Ayers comes in in the second period. Since David comes comes in, they only allowed 10 shots. That's some killer defense I know. right there. No, they, so shout, yeah, they cracked down. Yeah, shout out to them for that. Like, And if anything, I'm, I think uh, that's just going to make them – like, to me, that's the turning point for this team right now. If they yeah. can get a W after both of their goalies go down, and if their defense can actually perform well enough to only allow 10 shots in the last two periods when the emergency goalie comes in, that not only has to give your team confidence, but also your goaltender's confidence. Like If the, if the team can play a little bit more like that, Carolina's going to be a threat down the road. No, yeah. oh, seriously. Like, that's unreal. Like, And you hear the it's, – it's, it's awesome that that could happen to Scott Foster a couple years ago, this accountant who came in, and he – um, I, I don't think he got the win because I, I think he uh, came the in. The team already was, yeah, had the lead when he, he came in. He already came in in the third period. But he still he, – he, he saved every shot in that case. It's like, what the hell? Like, it's so cool. And especially look at Carolina. Like, they could be definitely be a potential threat in the playoffs. And good for them. Good for David Ayers. That was just an unbelievable story. I think that's yeah, awesome. I love story. hearing that, honestly. But, yeah, I know moving on to beyond hockey now. We are in the midst of a football season. And no, it's not the NFL. Okay, it's the XFL. <laughs> it's not the AAF either. because It's I not the AAF because they folded. Yeah. But obviously our, our team that we have endorsed here at the take as Minnesota's XFL team, the St. Louis Battlehawks, they had a killer game. It was the Houston Roughnecks they played, right? That was last no, week. They played, they, oh, that was uh, last they week. The they beat the oh, New York yeah. Guardians 29-9. but they still dominated. And I just love I, I love seeing how much – enthusiasm they're getting from their fans in st louis because they they i think they obviously miss having an nfl team there um as much more money they can maybe make in la whatever um but they the fans seems excited there and i think that's that's great that they won in their first home game back well and just like you said it was their first home game they twenty nine thousand five hundred and fifty four people filled that lower bowl that's yeah that's amazing that's impressive for a, a league beside the nfl that's and it, awesome. it, the, the biggest stories that happened, it's uh, the funny thing is a big thing I do love about the Hawks is that they're always, by the way, Skull Hawks two and one at Sovi 20 Skull Hawks. Um, the thing that I love about the Battle Hawks is like they're always like, you know, they're, they're like the, they're always in the face of the camera. Like 
XFL, ESPN, whoever's tweeting out about it, like it's always a video of, the, of a Hawks player doing something funny. Like this week, there was this girl in the front row who had a sign that said like, I'll trade a box of Thin Mints for an yep. XFL football. And like one of the linemen just runs over after the game and just gives her the football and he's got the Thin Mints and he's doing this. And then 10 minutes later, you see a video tweeted out of another lineman, a different guy fucking opening a white claw can with his teeth and just like drinking it a second and then crushing it on his head. That's crazy. And and funny, so for those of you who don't know, in the XFL, the team that wins the game gets a $100,000 bonus that they can divvy up with all the players. And you don't see, like, crazy celebrations for any other team. But in the Hawks locker room, they already have all the plastic laid down on the – you can mm-hmm. see it in the videos. They have plastic all over the floor and all over the walls because they just fucking – they just get wrecked after they win. And, like, this is what the XFL should be. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. this league is not supposed to be PC. I mean, no. two hours into the first game, we had a lineman dropping the F-bomb <laughs> on ABC. Like, this is what the XFL is all about, and that's what I'm all about as well. And post-victory post, uh, post victory celebrations like that are slowly making the St. Louis Battlehawks America's team. America's exactly. team. Not just Minnesota's How, team. It's so easy to, to root for them and get around them, or, you know, and just to get behind them. And it's funny, uh, they, um, Minnesota doesn't have a team, obviously, so uh, 10,000 Takes has adopted uh, – St. Louis Battlehawks is their home team for this year. And um, I'm so glad we chose them because, again, they're America's fucking team. Well, and and like, yeah. Just the funny thing about the XFL is like compared to the NFL. So, like, you look at the NFL and there's all these articles the next day on like a Monday and it says Sam Darnold was seen drunk at a New York City bar. Yep. And it's like, whoa, he's 22, like doing 22 year old things. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the XFL, you just see videos of guys cavemanning Bud Light seltzers in the locker room. Like, I know five minutes after the game and like that's the narrative that the xfl has set and i think it's amazing like nfl players are under a microscope while the xfl guys can do whatever they want because this is the xfl it's the extreme football it's great and i I, beautiful you know that there's some nfl players won't admit it but you know they're they're sitting on the couch that looks like fun I wish I could do that at the God, end of the if game. I, if I got caught doing that with a beer, I'd be all over. I know. <laughs> I know well, what the, the, what the owners in the NFL, they kind of want – they don't want a personality-driven league. They want nameless no. faces that they can just keep replacing and making money, right? Mm-hmm. That's where – remember that that's why they kind of came down on penalties. Um, or, sorry, that's why they came down on like, um, touchdown celebrations and shit yeah. like that. Everyone hated – all the fans hated that, but the owners loved that shit. They didn't want these players to have personality. This is why I think the XFL is going to succeed because it's a personality-driven league. They're going <laughs> to allow the fucking players to be themselves. They're going to allow these amazing post-celebrations. It's just – it's so much fun. Was and that's, the what the XFL, yeah. that's what the XFL should be is fun. It's not serious. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Last Sunday, I think it was a lineman from the D.C. Defenders runs off the field between plays and runs to the first row and says, some guy has a beer and he chugs the whole entire thing and just runs right back that. on the field. That is perfect. That is what it's all and, about. And I think I saw something like that in the CFL. And it's like, God, it's amazing because you know a guy could never do that in the NFL. No, like, he gets he'd suspended. Be, he'd be fine, suspended. Yep. He'd be the talk of Sports Center for like mm-hmm. a week straight, like drinking alcohol during the game. Like, yep. this guy's bad. What was this but, guy doing? But the, but like, terrible. This is the XFL. I mean, it's, it is the WWE version of football. I, I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also has an element of seriousness enough just to keep also avid football fans. Cause I think why the XFL probably 
fell the first time around is it was way, I think, way too personality driven in the sense of that it almost took away from the game itself and mm-hmm. was just really on the players, like almost a WWE sense. You know, they gave you all these crazy nicknames and stuff. And people, I think, just eventually tuned out of it. But I think the XFL is just enough of seriousness with the game yep. of football in itself and quality players that it's like you have all this personality, but there's also a co- there's also nice competitiveness, uh, you know, competition out there that you can actually sit down. And, oh, these are guys are still also playing their heart out, though, playing a game of football. You know, it's also that aspect to it that I think that will also make it succeed. And I think and XFL I mean, history was uh, made too. Um, the first yeah. ever kick return for a touchdown. The Battlehawks mm-hmm. returned it back to the house with those new and improved kickoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, that was awesome to see. I got a serious question for you guys, right? Yep. Why do you honestly um, think I've, I've been hearing a lot about this, that a few college players who are definitely too good for college might be, cause you know, um, the NFL as a rule, you got to wait three years after high school before you can be drafted mm-hmm. or before you can enter the league. Right. Do you think maybe players might start leaving college early so they can actually get paid and play? Because the XFL is also better competition than college football. It is probably better competition. Is. They They're probably former college players. So, so that's what a lot of people are thinking, that I think if this league continues to flourish, yeah, maybe a few players yeah. will start going and actually making money instead of, you know, like, then, mm-hmm. then wait around. Definitely. Well, I and so I, I could I could always see, too, maybe, maybe the NFL doesn't buy them out, but they partner with them to have like almost like minor league teams. Right. Cause mm-hmm. you, know, you know, like you have, um, I, I, I guess I'm not a hockey guy, so I don't know what the word is, but I know like we have like the Iowa wild and they're like our mm-hmm. affiliate AHL like, squad affiliate. Yeah, yeah. Like AHL. Yeah. AHL. So, you know, it could be something like that where, you know, maybe the battle Hawks are the Vikings backup team mm-hmm. or however you want to say that. And then, you know, players can go up and down the organization similar to the twins as well, like a triple a type league. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like how the XFL has like the interviews and like the beer drinking. I also think it's yeah. like its own separate entity for entertainment purposes. You know? and I've also heard that uh, more CFL players are leaving the CFL to go to the XFL because apparently the XFL is paying better than the CFL. Mm-hmm. There so you that's go. Another that's another important thing. So I, I really think that they're attracting some really good talent. And it's like in America. Canada's greatest, inflation stinks. Greatest damn country in the world. Yeah. I can't get over the CFL's goalposts. At the beginning of yeah. the end zone, yeah, I, it's yeah. like it's just a pet peeve. <laughs> I, I, I'll sit there and watch it. Just looks so weird. I can't, I can't get yeah. over it yeah. as well. It doesn't make much sense. Just push it back. back, push it back. Exactly. It looks so much better. Has there ever been like how guys just serious injuries? Like guys just run into that thing. Yeah, or or like you're or like you're throwing a pass and you overthrow it by just a foot instead of the guy being able to leap up and grab it. It just doinks off the crossbar and maybe I've I've seen that happen. Is it ruled dead at that point or can? Okay, I was gonna say it's ruled dead because what if a linebacker could that was sitting under it could just it could just fall right into his lap and next thing you know it's a pick six. I mean, yeah, that's mm -hmm. dumb. Or you just run it. I've always had a question. Well, and then you had in the Arena Football League, you know, I was, when we were looking at pictures of Craig, the uh, they have like these massive, like long pipe things, and then they go down like a T. Hmm. It's like mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot skinnier, which makes yep. like Craig a way better kicker. But you know, yep. I Craig the leg, pretty amazing. Rip to the rip to uh, the Arena Football League. Um, again, when we were um, doing all the the prep for Craig and his interview, I was actually watching a few of those um, highlights. And wow, like, I feel like it just, the concept is there. I just feel like it needs the right people to back it. Because some of those hits against the boards, like, it's fucking unreal. I think it'd be like, fun if they put boards in the XFL. That would yeah, be yeah, yeah, that would be, that would be interesting. But, uh, I mean, I just, I wanted no out of bounds. I love that concept. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. it's pretty, I think it's pretty cool, too. 
Yeah, I, I just know that. I, I feel like they – I actually forgot the AFL was still a thing because I remember actually seeing, like, they would televise a lot of it. I feel like 10 or so years ago when I was younger, and now I feel like it's not – it wasn't as televised as much in the recent it's a big, years. It's and, a big ga- – it was a big gambling sport. Yeah. AFL. Well, now the XFL can take its place. So, yep. I, uh, I got slaughtered in XFL yeah, betting. I'll talk about it more on my own show, the Jack Leverin show every, uh, every Friday at noon. Um, yeah, I think I lost like $60 in the XFL this weekend. So I'm a little bitter, but the Hawks won. School Did Hawks you write won. a blog giving people like, like, like betting picks and <laughs> weren't all the betting picks fucking wrong? Like yeah. everyone? So like, most of them were wrong. Okay. If, if I think I went like advice. two or three for 10. Some That's okay. kind of where my numbers were. Yeah, if someone sat down and like, I'm going to look up Jack Leverin's blog to see what, what's going on this weekend and I'm going to get his insight. And now they're just like, Fuck this guy. They're, ne- they're never going to come back to <laughs> yeah. our site after yeah. that. I'm Screw sorry, you. <laughs> no, you're right. I, uh, I, no, I think, I think honestly, and I wouldn't even blame myself. I think this league is just still too young and unpredictable to where you can have, like, I was even using an analysis, man. I took like two hours to go through old games and compare yardages and percentages. Like usually I'm just a blind guesser or I get personal or biased with it, but I actually sat down and put in the time this time and I still got fucking bent. So, well, you know what they say, right? Well, what? good te- any- good good teams win, great teams cover. That's one of my <laughs> yes. Uh, but they also uh, say any given Sunday, and in this case, also any given Saturday. So <laughs> yeah, well, anything can happen. Anything we'll can see happen. What happens. Man, you can but hey, the Hawks covered. They covered the spread. Yeah. I guess that one right. Um, I uh, yeah, I was short of the over, so I'm kind of terrified to look at Bovada. Um, I'm just not going to do that right now. So that's where I'm at. Bovada. You should talk. You should hit on, especially in your show, the virtual sports, because that just <laughs> yeah, that is no, so great for those for those of you who don't who don't listen to my show. Oh my gosh! Fuck you. But second off, um, <laughs> there's a section in Bovada where you can literally gamble on virtual sports. So there's like virtual NASCAR, where like you bet on a car, and it's literally like watching a video game of a bunch of computerized NASCARs it's driving hilarious. on the track. You can do simulated basketball, hockey, dog racing, greyhounds, which is dog racing, uh, horse racing. It's it's fucking stupid, but it's really funny. So um, you know what? I, uh, expect Rico and I to do that one of these one of these. Rico, days, you know ten thousand takes to do rather soon here. We should uh, head down to Canterbury oh, and we should actually. Motherfucker! Give me a sec. <laughs> Canterbury Park. I'm so bad at yeah, internet connections. Canterbury. Unstable. What you eat oh, well, let's let's there we Jack, go. Uh, We're back. Let's let Jack We're back. Okay. So, <laughs> Jack. So I think that 10,000 takes should hit up Canterbury Park um, in Shakopee one of these days. And we should all go horse betting. We should bet on horse races. I think 100%. that'd be a great fucking time. Paul Allen's the announcer. So we oh, can lose. You know, we, no! get to have some, we get to have some fun with that. And, uh, no. Yeah, that, that's, you can expect that in the future. 10,000 takes, we'll be doing a day and uh, at Canada. And, and I'll be losing money. I'll be losing money because I have no idea what's going on. I have no idea what's going on. Pick a number. I think horse betting is like pretty much gambling, right? It's not betting. Oh, that's gambling. gambling, yeah. It's definitely gambling. And, uh, there's no – I mean, I guess you could just like look at the odds and just like bet the favorite always, but you're barely going to win any money. So whatever. And especially these like these local horse races, like it's like a local MMA event. You have no fucking clue who to bet yeah. on because you've never mm-hmm. heard of these people or, or in this case horses before. So the XFL, same story. Yes, you don't know. Yep. You don't that's how we got Not here. But what can happen exactly. at any given day on the track. 
<laughs> you never know what's going to happen. You never but, know. But you know what? We can't go. Uh, we can't go through a rundown with talking about the Gophers, as we usually cannot do. We always got to hit on the Gophers every single week, and right now, both Gopher hockey and Gopher basketball are on the bubble right now in their respective uh, seasons of making their respective tournaments. So I know Gopher hockey is ranked number 18th right now, just sitting outside of that 16 range. And the Gophers are a bubble team right now at 13 and 13. Figure that out. But they're a bubble team at 13 and 13. I mean, should they be a bubble team? No. I disagree with you. I disagree <laughs> well, with here's, you. I, I, okay, I'm, I'm only saying no just because of – if you look at the history of the U of M program, it's, you know, it's, it's, been, it's been one of the most prestigious hockey programs in yes. college hockey history, one of the most yep. prestigious. And the fact that it's turned into that, to this, to or, a 500-team event, essentially – Hey, I'm talking about really, basketball. No, no, but, but, I don't both, care. both of them are close, though. I, I think I think hockey's fourteen and twelve, and the basketball's thirteen and twelve. I think okay, basketball, I hockey, basketball okay, should I tank yeah. and then win the NIT again because Dude, that was. Good. I gave up. Yeah, that was fun to watch them in the NIT. I gave up on the Gopher basketball team though when they blew that lead against Iowa last week. That was bad. That they didn't what they didn't score hey, like in the last five minutes. Five they gave minutes. up sixteen points that, yep. or whatever. Like. That That's bad. when I gave up hope. So I just thought we were just over Gopher basketball and we were talking about hockey there. My bad, but you're right. The records are pretty close. It's 14 and 12 but for the hockey team, 13 and 13 hockey, for the though, basketball I mean, team. Yeah. No, you're right, though. Hockey is a prestigious program. We shouldn't be on this cusp where we're like, oh, we're on the bubble, man. Like, we need to be making the NCAA tournament. We could maybe make the tournament, maybe not. Like, let's go. No, come on. We should be in the top 10 all the freaking time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it doesn't matter. We ran our poll and, uh, well – Minnesota Guess who's was, out of the bubble? Guess who was, yeah, but but they would have got they would have they would have did they uh, they they still would have got maybe what ten percent? I mean, well, Gophers well, won that poll in a landslide. They did, but we just wanted to see what our what 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 like uh, people who followed us at the take. Yeah, what, right. Who else they cheered God. for? God, I poll a lot of St. Cloud so people stupid. were. Yeah, I hate St. Cloud now after that. They're Not so everyone, dumb. but just people who were <laughs> bitching at us involved about the in that. Poll. Maybe but, they should um, work at Wild Greg's. <laughs> yeah, let's just put all the cesspool of fucking stupid <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, together. no, seriously, that's a good idea. That's hilarious. Quarantine them into that fucking. Yeah, but it's hilarious because all the fucking uh, Saint Cloud people who came after us in the poll or whatever, they mm-hmm. were all, a lot of them were talking down on Bemidji State, which yeah, was ranked in the top it's like, twenty. Fuck you. As like an eighteen and eight record, they're playing great. Where Saint Cloud is below five hundred and stuff like that. And in our in our poll itself. Bemidji had the third most votes. I know. Like it surprised like, me. It actually, but yes. And and um, Minnesota State University, which is a top five team in the country, yeah. they only, they had the least amount of votes with nine percent. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's like if we would have left Bemidji off that poll, think like Bemidji fans would have came after us too. And at least we had a legitimate reason. Um, but yeah, back to the Gophers. No, okay, I, t- today's episode yeah. of the Rundown is presented by Mio Energy. When you're tired, doesn't work. I don't know. I never done it before. I have the blue flavor right here. Me and, you oh bastard. My God, Jack, do you see that? I got nothing. Well, I didn't, I, didn't have any, I didn't have any water left. You just dumped that down your fucking throat? Well, yeah, one squirt to the mouth. You just, oh, dude, you just look oh, like you just so did a shot of fireball or something. <laughs> that shit is so concentrated. I'm sure it burns the fuck out of your tongue. I didn't want to get watered because we're doing the rundown and my dedication to the bit is unmatched, but go on. Sorry. Oh, you're, you're like a bodybuilder who just eats protein straight up without the water? 
Yeah, Best well, ever let's do it. Start it. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I'm swole, man. I'm swole. I'm gonna go no. work at Wild Greg. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say Wild Greg's and get pissed about dumb shit. And then I'm gonna watch the St. Cloud Huskies get swept by UND. Yeah. Woo! Today's episode of the Minnesota Rundown is sponsored by Wild Greg's. Sponsored by there. losers Never everywhere because they are everywhere. Holy at shit! Wild Greg's. Yeah, but Wild Greg's. But. Yeah, Wild Greg's is stupid. I think that's just the gist of our, our entire episode is that they're dumb. Don't spend your money there. Don't spend your money there. But, I mean, going back just to kind of wrap it up on the Gophers is that Gophers are surprisingly back on near the top or fighting actually to win the Big Ten regular season standings, which is not doesn't say a lot because it's not all that hot. You know, that's not all that great. But they're, they're, they're competing, and I hope for the best for them. Uh, to make the tournament in general, just as, because they, they should. It's embarrassing if they don't. I mean, come on. But uh, it's funny, though, yesterday, though, I was watching – or a Sunday, I was watching the Gopher basketball game when they completely roundhouse – roundhouse, whatever. Roundhouse kicked Northwestern, 83-57. Um, they, they, it was funny. The, one of the analysts was, like, talking about um, our uh, – he brought up our resume, and he's like, yeah, Minnesota's a bubble team. And you may be laughing right now. How is a 12-13 and 13 team on the bubble? Well – Level one, they're talking about like how insane our wins are. Yeah, we have great wins, but we still are below 500. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I'd love for them to still make the tournament, but if uh, the University of North Dakota, uh, where Jack and I are from, uh, if they can make the tourney, what last year or the year before, I, the Gophers basketball. should be making it a lot more often. In basketball, correct? Yeah, in basketball. Yeah, slaughtered by Arizona. Actually, though, they played. They were like within five points the first half, but mm-hmm. it was really interesting actually. To see there. Also, um, I would like to say sorry to to take this over, but in other Gophers news, they got slaughtered by the Twins last week. Yes, they did get slaughtered oh, by the Twins. Baseball. Yeah. It's the Twins, okay? Come on, give me a Jack break. and I were going over their box score today, and then it was like the first yeah, three was innings bad. was four yeah, 12, runs, twelve runs. Usually, <laughs> it's a little closer because I have followed that a little bit. Usually, it is a little closer, but that's a that's that's a that's a good and bad thing. You're looking at it. Oh gosh, Gopher base was gonna suck. Well, I mean, well, no, no, no you're not. I think what what it shows me is just because like, obviously the Twins aren't really playing many of their starters, but they're that playing game. their prospects who look good. Yes, but I'm saying that that's Dominic crazy pitched. how much better minor leaguers are than college players. Like I did not expect a 17-0 gap between minor yeah, leaguers no. and college players. I really didn't. Yeah, that 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 was that was a pretty big gap. Like I was. I was shocked when I saw that, even though it was the Twins and Gophers, but I'm just like, ah, come on. It's a good bit, it's though. It's a little embarrassing. It's it a good a bit. bit. <laughs> it's a great bit. But I think in the end is that Gophers teams just are always letdowns. So, I mean, as well as with every other Minnesota team. Yeah, it's about to say, why are you limiting, limiting it to just the Gophers? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's every Minnesota team. But you know what's optimistic is uh, unlike Minnesota sports is your the bo- hashtag boss band blogs, you're writing a blog every day for a hundred days how great is that i mean what day, what day are we on right now it's a bit okay it's a bit Do we have a day uh, right now? we're on day seven i still oh, have yet, you have a you have a thing right there i still have yeah. yet to i still have yet to write a blog today but i will be doing you'll, that you'll get one out though following the rundown you'll get one out uh i'll get one out yeah no it's uh it's a good bit um you know and it's not something everyone can do, you know, if, if, if it was that easy, everyone would be doing it, but you know, mm-hmm. someone, someone had to step up and, you know, I've, I've wanted 10,000 takes to get more into the blogging game. I don't think, I don't think blogging is going anywhere, uh, despite the contrary, but 
Uh, and yeah, so I think, you know, why not set an example to my writers and my fellow takers and, uh, by writing a hundred blogs myself and Peter Sylvie hasn't even written a blog since like October. So, you know, maybe it's working, maybe it's not. I don't still kind of compare the metrics. Bubba's out there with only one blog ever in the history of 10,000 takes too. It's just like, come on. Bubba calls himself boys. Bubba calls himself the hardest working person here. Yeah. You have one blog. We're a digital (laughs) media company and he look motherfucker. I do. I, I work my ass off. I here. am 10,000 takes. Like, what? How? You, you own a flip? F- I don't get how you. Yeah, can, I was about to say. How you can do more company. work than me. And I like yeah, how. For a digital media company, and he has a fucking flip phone. And he worked out <laughs> of getting a 10,000 10, takes tattoo on Friday. He was totally stalling. Totally 100% stalling. <laughs> I'm trying to do a walk in and a tattoo parlor on a Friday evening. No, dude, you got to call in for that. What are you doing? It's a he bit. It okay. He has a tattoo gun. He's tattooed himself. In yeah, the yeah. He has some his... interesting tattoos. He owns a tattoo gun. Yes, he does. He, all the, oh, all the, but I, all the ink that you've seen on his hands, like he has like smiley faces on his hands. Yep, and there's a bunch of random shit all over him. That, See, I always, that is his. I always thought that gun. was like a permanent marker that he nope. just didn't wash nope. his hands well enough. No, nope. that's, that's, that's from his. And it, it's it's I've seen him do it to himself before. It is so you terrifying. Just get, <laughs> you just get bored and sit there. And yeah, you sit there. I got to work on myself, and he'll sit there and smile like he's going crazy. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? And it's like he's like, you want one? I'm like, no, I don't want to <laughs> get that <laughs> thing the hell away from me. Seriously, he should almost. So I think it might even be a better bit if he gave himself the ten thousand takes tattoo. I think so that'd bad. be great and try to color uh, maybe, it in and everything. Maybe I'll, su- maybe I'll suggest him to do that. Maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe we'll create a YouTube video of him doing that. and It'll get like 39 views. And hello guys. <laughs> I'm giving myself a tattoo today. I'm going to uh, give yourself, I'm, I'm going to give you a nice tutorial on how to be a top tattoo artist. And he'll just, he just shit the bed on his arm and oh, I don't know. It just looks scary to me when, when he's done it himself, like it's just piercing his skin. It's like, uh, he's, nope. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm he, good. He, he, he wanted me to come with on Friday and the whole time he's asking me, he's like, are you nervous? I'm like, what? why I'm me? Not, I'm not the one getting the tattoo. He's like, are you nervous for me? I'm like, well, considering the fact that I let you make this decision yourself, I know. No, this is on you. Volu- you're completely voluntary. You know the song, Jack? Uh, Hell yeah, fucking right by Drake and Lil Wayne. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. I've, I've Hell heard it. Yeah. Well, the chorus is like, uh, the chorus oh, is Oh yeah, I know you're talking about. Are, are you nervous? Are you high right now? It's just essentially like, like asking oh, a bunch of questions. Yeah. It's, it's like, stuff you would ask. That is that shit is he does. That's Bubba in a nutshell. just ask random asking, questions. You have to be asking a million questions that, that – that really don't apply to you. Like he's the one getting the tattoo, but he's asking you if you're nervous. Bubba's a walking shit. podcast host. Yeah. Yes, he is. He does that shit all the time. He's just like interviewing someone always. Are you nervous? Did you cry? Did it hurt? Oh my God. Yeah, did you cry? <laughs> Are you high right now? <laughs> Are you high right now? I love when he just sits there and he's like, I'm, fu- I'm fucking baked right now. It's like, no, you're not. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't do he anything. He doesn't smoke at all. Every drink single a water time we something. start the Bubba breakdown, every single time we start the Bubba breakdown, it's like, hey, Bubba, how you doing, man? Good. I'm fucking stoned right now. It's a, dude, <laughs> no, you're not. It's a bit. It's a bit. It's a People blatant think lie, I'm but stoned. it's a bit. People think I'm stoned. It's funny, okay? It's like, okay, uh, okay, Bub. But every time you lie, you just cover it up as a bit. So that's still a lie, man. After a while, you can't, you can't go with the bit bit forever. Also, I have a um, 
for those of you who don't know, I have my own call in voicemail now. It's eight zero zero seven three zero one eight five six. I just my my I was in meetings today at work and my phone was just buzzing off the hook. And when I finally got a break from the action, I looked at it and Bubba had left my voicemail like seven two minute long messages. So that was great entertainment it's on normal. the way home. Was just going through all those. Can we listen, expect you to address listen. any of those? Oh yeah, he yeah. just insulted me basically for two minutes straight on one of them. So there will be some addresses <laughs> on there. Oh, just about how he is this company, and without him, we aren't, we don't exist. And he's jumping all over the place like a fucking little rabbit. He, then he's going on. I was ripping on New Orleans, so he was fighting back. He was like talking about how he's like from there and that's his city, but then he was making fun he, of me for being. For living, for being raised in Wisconsin, I you know I'll holy shit I'll makes, play it on the show. He makes no sense. <laughs> I th- I think that'll be a great segment on the show, great bit if you want to call it that. Just to be able to you, you might you, you, I think I think I think anybody listening and will go into the psyche a little bit of Bubba of what we deal with almost on a daily basis. You'll yeah, gain a little insight down. into his his, his his mind, which is very weird. Um, <laughs> But it, it's like yeah, a Jack, Jack had the perfect analogy earlier. He just bounces around I know. like a little rabbit. I love I know. that. That's actually such a good way to describe Bubs. It's one thing, then the next, then the next. Yep. He, he, he never he, focuses he on He moves thing. fast. That's for he sure. Does. I'll give him that. It's his you bit. You got to be quick if you want to keep up. It's his bit. Well, with that, I think that we have wasted enough of your time. <laughs> so uh, just rambling on about whatever you, hopefully you think is informative um, make sure, guys, to check out our very informative and inspirational blogs on our website, www.10,000takesmn.com. Also, to make, ch- make sure you check out – yeah, make sure – okay, he's doing – he's showing his calendar. What a high-ego freak. Check hey, out Bossman Blogs, whatever. Hashtag Bossman Blogs. I got to fall asleep to something good in my life, so, you know. <laughs> what, your own blogs? Well, it's a stat. It's, it's all about – all right, Jake, let me teach you about how success works. <laughs> okay. Success isn't achieved without goals and a plan. Uh, I have goals. The plan is a little less put together because I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep this up. Um, so that's where we're at. You'll but I have, the, I have the goal. I have know. the, no, I have the, yeah, I have the goals aspect done. Now I just need to follow through with the plan, which is still being worked. But I'm seven, I'm six for seven, and I'll be seven for seven after tonight. So credit to me for making it through a week. It's not guaranteed that you, I still don't see a blog out and you hey, got to get tell, there. I, I have until 1159 motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. But, One thing they didn't up. college boys is how to admit when you're wrong. How to admit when you're wrong. Yeah. But now he's, <laughs> he's going to school now, apparently. So yeah. now he's, now he's a college boy. Yeah. No longer a graduate from the school of hard knocks. Yep. Nope. He's an educated boy. Just like he got his associate's degree from hard knocks. Now he's going for the bachelor's. He's at, going for the yeah. bachelor's in, in real education, but now he'll be just looped in with us college boys. So it's like, dude, now you can't be wrong. Yeah. Now you're always, no, no, you can't be right ever. Like be you're a college, how to, how to be an egomaniac 101. That's a college at university. Yeah. 100%, or that's a class at university. <laughs> Seriously. Dude, Bubba has the ego of a kid who's gone to college and looks down on everyone. <laughs> I know. I know. Seriously. He's, it, it, he's a hypocrite. He's like, you think you're better than everybody else. Yeah. But you're the one who's saying that we're all wrong and you're right. So that's, that's so dumb. But anyway, you can, you can, you can follow Bubba on Twitter and get in the, a little bit of into his mind. 
on the at Bubba Breakdown. Is it bu- at Bubba Breakdown it's one? Bubba Breakdown one, the number at one. Bubba, Bubba Breakdown Bubba, one. Bubba has Bubba the most Bubba followers out of anyone on the tape. Yeah, so. he's 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 yeah, just he's worth it. But if you want to follow all of us, make sure you just give us a follow at at Ten Thousand Takes MN on the Twitter, the Twatter. You can give us a tweeter. <laughs> The twatter. Um, the Speaking of twatters, really quick, can we address the uh, let the uh, milf bit? Oh gosh! Oh yeah, Jake. <laughs> uh, we have to. Jake I know. I'm sorry. I've hijacked the outro. Oh twice. no, that that's great. I think this we is have great. to talk about this. <laughs> okay. Really quick. Jake's Jake's just addicted to cougars, man. I it's a little bit of a cougars. <laughs> a bit. Are, cougars are really drawn into Jake. Okay, they just really they are. Um, hey, something about him. Uh, when I when I searched the definition from the highly accredited. Um, urban dictionary of a cougar i said that they're looking for um really energetic down to yep, do anything that young um, you know young men what describes jake more than that energetic down to do anything boom he's, right? he's, he's, that's his job at the take is he's the journalist who will who will be on the front lines he's down to do anything and he's he gonna really have energy with enough booze <laughs> yeah. And so once once a little bit of liquor flows into Jake, once the liquor gets flowing and uh once the once the cougars zone in there on uh, Hakobi, Jake's too nice to say no one and two. He's he's a good-looking guy, so like he deserves a little uh especially now a little that experienced I, woman in his life, you know. I noticed Jake that you shaved mm. your beard, so you now you're really asking for it. Oh yeah, right. That's exactly why I did it. You guys are on to me. Frickin' A. Dang it. You're going to catch Jake at uh, the Crow's Nest, which is probably a bar somewhere where old women hang out after their jobs. And I'll be there. I'll be like a young guy there just hammered off my ass. Just Well, Jake, in your defense, too, I think Bubba just had a horrible influence on you. Bubba's into the Cougars. He He aggressively – you don't chase them. You don't chase them. But when they come to you, you allow it to happen. Bubba, he will chase them. He's bad. Yeah, no, he's he will. He's a bad influence on you. He won't admit it, so, but he, he he does. He will chase them. He's like, God, Jake's mom is so hot. So everyone just <laughs> – Yeah, every time. <laughs> he says that a lot. <laughs> everyone go to 10,000takesmn.com. Check out my blag. Uh, my blag. My blag. Check out, check out my blog about Jake being addicted to cougars. Uh, we're all really worried about him. Um, yep. You know, it's just we want our friend back, buddy. We want Total. the old you back, and we just miss you, you know? We just yeah, miss you. Yeah, so I'm sorry, back man. To us, please. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just the way it is. It's just a phase. It's an early life crisis. Um, a young life crisis. I just can't do it. Why is Jack always trying to show off his damn <laughs> stupid ass calendar? We get it. Hashtag boss. Oh, man logs. I'm going to do that every goddamn week on the rundown. Oh my gosh. I'll be pissed. <laughs> and then it's going to be irrelevant in three weeks. Cause you're going to go off of it. And then we'll fucking see about that. Jake. Okay. We'll fucking we'll, see about that. All right. Hashtag JJ for backup 2020. That's what I st- I'm That's trying to start that hashtag. hashtag. You know what? Screw you because it's going to it's going to circulate the web and it's going to be great. The NHL is going to pick me up. You really and- want to have a hashtag battle? Are you dead serious right now? Cuz they'll fucking bury you. Let's have a poll. Should we have a no. should we <laughs> Twitter, last, boss man vlogs we obviously to win. Have- Everyone's going to be like, "Oh my god, time- you left out me too?" Like you guys are fucking <laughs> you're so sexist. Our They're last so blog that, that came from this fucking show resulted in some of the biggest controversy yep. in 10,000 takes history. Stupid amount of Let's controversy. Let's not do that. Jake, no. outro the fucking show. Let's be uh, done. Instagram, at 10,000 takes. And, of course, YouTube. Check us out, 10,000 takes, where you have all your content and everything, videos, everything. You can see us and just see us lovely gentlemen. But, obviously, if you're listening to us, great. We have soothing voices. I love it. But, anyway, for all you listening at the Minnesota Rundown 
Jack is showing up his damn boss man blogs calendar again. Um, I'm Jake, joined by boss man Jack Leverance, hashtag boss man blogs, and I'm also joined by Wigs, uh, also known as Zane. We'll see you guys later. All right, Peace. see you guys.